Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This week, we are talking about the Xbox One X. The Xbox One X. We uh, we just spent the last, what, couple hours, three hours? I mean, so I got here at a little after 7. So, like, probably by 7.15, okay. and it is now 11. So it's been four hours. So it's been four hours. We've spent it, some of it playing games, some of it watching uh, some Blu-ray. True. Some of it, because, uh, like, you got, not only did you get a new Xbox <laughs> One X, but you got a brand new TV. Yes. Um, and uh, it's it's a really gorgeous TV. You're gonna have to run over kind of like what what TV it is yeah. and that sort of thing. I'll talk as about well. my what my options that I uh, I had to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, or, sh- is- or should I talk about it now? I mean, we well let's let's discuss it later. Um, but that is a big thing that has happened like yesterday and today. So I assume that a lot of what you've been up to this week has been that. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, like I haven't done anything else. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even played until tonight. I haven't played any Destiny. I mean, that's crazy, man. Um, I, I played a little bit of uh, the, the it's the faction rally that's going on right now or whatever. Um, and it's, you know, it's it, it it's the same as the the previous one. And so I, I played a little bit of it here and there. So yeah. kind of trying to level my max out my third character. Um, I've got two characters maxed out and I'm trying to max out the third one, the uh, the hunter, but have not quite gotten there yet. It's a slow crawl. Those last like three or four levels. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. I mean, what have you been up to this week? So I've been playing more Mario. Yeah. And Mario, man, my microphone keeps going lower and lower. I, don't, I feel like mine does too. I'm, I'm going to adjust weird. it. And so people may hear some like microphone moving noises. Yeah. I apologize for, for such noises. It's okay. They understand. Um, but yeah, just, just so I don't end up with my head on my lap in a second. Yeah. Um, but I've been playing some some Super Mario Odyssey, super fun game, dude. I'm still still loving that game, um, and it's really interesting to me. Like that game, I mentioned like last week, they do so many small things well, and then so like the entirety of that game is roped around like the idea of of uh, Mario's traveling in a blimp throughout all of these different worlds, chasing down Bowser, right? Yeah. And so in each little area you get to, um, the 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 map is a pamphlet like a travel pamphlet like a uh, <laughs> like a tourism you know kind of thing and so it's like oh make sure you see this make sure you do this make sure you see like oh there's a in this one the first one that i went to it was like there's this amazing rock structure no one knows how it was created or whatever <laughs> and so you go over to this rock structure and the first thing you do is find a way to, to essentially demolish it and turn it into like a a giant um like bridge <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and so it's just like, oh man, just Mario's going crazy in uh, in all these different places. But yeah, the the idea of it being like an adventure, you can buy items at the shop, and a lot like two, some of the items are little stickers that go on your 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 ship, your airship. Um, and so essentially, your airship is like your your travel suitcase. You know how like back in the day, you'd buy like a sticker and stick it on your hard shell suitcase or whatever. And it's like, oh, these are the places that I've been. Yeah, it's kind of like that idea, but that is like your the vehicle that you're traveling in. The Odyssey is what it's called. And, uh, and so like the idea that that is your suitcase is really interesting to me as well. That's Um, awesome. Super fun. I've, uh, like that, that idea is, uh, I don't know. It's just that, that element of like that extra level of, of, of polish and wrapping the entire game around that idea, uh, helps a lot. The other thing that I haven't, like, I haven't played a, a platformer in a minute that was purely a platformer. Like a lot of them will have like, Oh, level up this ability or, you know, do this, uh, do this, this thing or find a new item, find a new weapon, find a new sword, whatever it is. Like a lot of them are like introduce more of those like Metroidvania kind of ideas of like RPG kind of elements. Um, whereas like Mario and like traditional Sonic games and stuff like that, literally just like you have all the skills to begin with. It's just learning to use them in, in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, so you're essentially trying to level, up your perception of like what you can do with the the skill set that's available to you from the outset which is super interesting and uh and they do some really creative stuff with that in mario odyssey um as you kind of level up and or not level up go from world to world they kind of introduce like oh can you get 
you know, you've, you've been able to make some pretty crazy jumps before, but can you make this jump? Mm. And so you have to chain together like your abilities or, or whatever in a, a new creative way um, in order to make it. So um, that element of it is really cool. I'm actually like right before the final um, story boss, but there's apparently a bunch of levels outside of that, like a bunch of levels that you'll uh, you unlock after that. So the post game is supposedly uh really awesome as well so i'm like right before the final final boss but uh but the the post game is is huge apparently in the game so um still super much very got a lot of moons to collect still dude there's like 900 of them in this game (laughs) i have like 200 at this point so that's amazing yeah it's 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 very wild um but I think that's about all I've been up to, man. It's yeah. it's been a uh, it's been a week. I've been unpacking a lot more things. Like it's been like it finally has hit that point where like I see the light at the end of the tunnel of like the unpacking, where it's like, yeah. oh man, finally have like a lot of things unpacked. There's maybe more things unpacked than packed at this point. Um, and so it's just kind of one of those like we're we're trying to trying to finish that up in the new house. So nice. Yeah, that's that's about it for me, man. All right. So uh, I finished watching Stranger Things this past yeah. weekend. Um, we thought about talking about that. We mentioned yeah. last week on the podcast that we might might discuss Stranger Things this week, which we could. Um, but uh, I'd like to hold that off, like because um, that's such a big topic, and so is the Xbox One X, and so yeah, uh, we'll hold that for a couple weeks probably. Well, and the Xbox One X is so like current right now as well. So it's like it's definitely got. Um, it, it's definitely got a uh, an element of like currentness to it, like where it's like, oh, let's make sure that we we talk about it while it's fresh. Whereas yeah. Stranger Things is like, well, we already kind of missed out on the initial wave of of people watching it and that sort of thing. So I think like next week we've got uh, we've got Justice League as a review, which is awesome. Um, so kind of excited to see that movie, see how it turns out. Yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm optimistic, I guess. <laughs> We were talking earlier. I don't know that I'm optimistic about it. As optimistic it. as I can be. I feel like at the very like I, I my expectations are set appropriately. Right? Yeah. At the very least, we're gonna see a really like intriguing mess of a movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> where it's like the, the, the two directors and and it's like where 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 is I mean at least we'll know why it's scenes? a mess if it's a mess. That's right, that's right. Uh but we've got that next week. And so I figure the week after that, which is actually like Thanksgiving week, yeah. would be an ideal time to potentially uh, record a Stranger Things kind of thing, you know, maybe awesome. maybe people who have uh, who've watched the show traveling for Thanksgiving, maybe they can uh, go ahead and and uh, and listen to our our kind of discussions about Stranger Things, and we'll we'll dive deep that week. So um, maybe we'll talk about that as well as like what Black Friday deals potentially. Oh, we, yeah. uh, we would be picking up definitely. So those are I, those. That's the next two weeks. Um, but yeah. So I'll finish Stranger Things. Yeah, and uh, like like we were talking about, I um, I'll talk about the TV now, and we'll talk about the Xbox later. So Ooh, Xbox like One that. Xbox One X was definitely like I knew it was coming. It's coming out on uh, what was that Tuesday? Yeah, and um, you know for the past year I've been talking about my TV that was just going out, <laughs> and it was getting progressively worse. I'd gotten to where like the whole like left fourth of the screen was basically like unwatchable. <laughs> Because it was either like a shade of, of yellow or a shade of blue or like the reds don't show, so I couldn't see enemies on mini maps. And Chris, it all started whenever you had a line down the center yeah, of your television. Just like uh, yeah, and it definitely had, and it still had that. You know, that was still a thing. Um, but uh, so I, um, I don't know how to put this. I, uh, I just kind of kept putting it off. Like yeah. getting a new TV, like it was never like this is the thing. Like it was never to the point where it's like, well, I can't watch anything, you know. Yeah. And I, I'd, I'd kind of gotten over the the this is, you know, bothering me. But like to, to the point where like I wouldn't have anybody over and you know to watch anything, which I used to do that a lot for sure. And I, you know, like I definitely like I didn't just play games to just to play them and marvel at them. Yeah, yeah. I'd play them like things like Destiny, like that, you know, gameplay. Yeah, gameplay. Yeah. Um. Whereas now I feel like I just want to play all the pretty things. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you've you've kind of uh, you know you missed out on the first two Uncharted, yeah. you know, a little yeah. bit. But like, hey, you're gonna dive into maybe Uncharted, Uncharted three four. and four or whatever. Well, I've already beaten three. Oh, I don't so know you if missed I the first three? That. No, I, I mean I played. Well, I mean 
I had to play them on my other TV. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. So it's like you missed the the very pretty visuals of the yeah. first three. Well, now so like I got this 4K TV and uh, I'm like kind of now I want the PS4 Pro <laughs> and now I kind of just want to play Uncharted 4 on the PS4 Pro. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so I had I was presented with two options, John. Okay. I was either going to go for I done a lot of research, um, and. My price range was like my max price range was like seventeen hundred bucks. Okay, I, you know I was like that's like that's like the what I budgeted for. I cannot go higher than that. Like, yep. and almost honestly, almost didn't want to go higher than that. So, right. um, well, and so another reason, it's always interesting, right? Okay, whenever, whenever, I, if I had been in your exact position, I yeah. might have waited a little bit as well. Yeah, um, specifically because. Prices on 4K television always go down. Are coming like they come down so fast. Like after a certain point, like I I remember like two was it would have would have been like two three years ago. Like I literally just wouldn't have even considered it. Like considered a 4K, but like now it you're hard pressed to find a TV that's not 4K on the market. You know, Um, so Uh, so prices always dropping. I was looking at these two TVs. One was a Samsung uh, MU8000, I think, and then. Um, this LG B7, mm-hmm. um, and uh, one was a, the LG is a 55 inch, mm-hmm. and it was seventeen hundred dollars. I was like, that's like right at my max. Or the the Samsung was fourteen hundred dollars, um, hmm. and it was sixty five inch. So it's a it's a whole like ten inches bigger. Yeah, and, and, and I did your previous TV was fifty inches, right? right? So yeah, yeah, my previous TV was just fifty inches, and like I done my re- the reason I was kind of like. Um, they're both great TVs, mm. but I was like definitely queuing in on them because like because uh, I was looking at a Sony at one point, um, but the input lag for gaming was super low on both these. I think yeah. the LG is at a consistent twenty one milliseconds, and uh, the Samsung varies depending on the the mode, but it was at like um, nineteen at the lowest. Um, Interesting. And so both great great TVs for that. Um, but I was looking at you know things like. The, the color spectrum that they were able to display and the uh, um, the black level basically or the like I don't know how what you would I the forget. contrast yeah it's not the contrast I forget it's called like the black dimming or something like that anyway it's where like you know if you have a TV that's kind of side lit and there's a dark scene and there's like maybe one thing on screen you'll see basically bloom from the sides where it's illuminating the screen and i have a tv that's like that um i have a vizio um in our bedroom that's like that yeah and it kind of drives me insane (laughs) i had a uh, i had a tv a 32 inch tv whenever you know flat screens were definitely like first starting out or whatever like i had a i had a one that would do that and it was it was annoying for sure like on whenever you had like a really dark kind of scene yeah on whatever you're watching um or playing like you would be able to see those kind of almost like flashlight-esque kind of things coming from the side that's what it looks like um and like that was really annoying and then now my tv now is it, it uh same technology that sort of thing but it's it's much much better yeah um and so yeah like it's it's whenever it's bad it's really bad yeah you know so um, i know i'm talking about yeah. like you know minuscule things that most people don't notice you know like but whenever like i'm coming from you know like in the world of 1080 tvs uh the plasma was pretty much top of the line they weren't the cheapest but they were they looked really good it well, was the cheapest like, or lightest and plasma's like that technology um it didn't like it didn't get completely caught on consumer wise. So like the the amount of people like you never saw the benefit of like large groups of people uh, wanting them, and so lots of manufacturing. Like yeah. as they manufacture more of of a device, the prices of that come yeah. down. And so like it, you never really had that like lots of manufacturing of the plasma screen. Well, they just cost more. Down. Like they cost more to to produce. Than an LCD LED TV sells so like you know whenever you're most people are presented with an option, uh, you know of like well this one over this one why would I pay you know more money for this yeah um, well I remember even whenever I was looking at like buying my current television yeah. or whatever I could not find no a plasma screen almost at all yeah like there was only like one that was left on the market and it wasn't very like it wasn't like super awesome I remember like 
um, Samsung was the last company to produce a plasma screen. And I feel like that was like three or four years ago. And I yeah. remember like that was like a, it was a thing. It was like whenever the last, you know, plasma screen was um, not, it was manufactured. I remember some kind of like uh, blog post maybe on Gizmodo or something like that. And it was like plasma is officially dead. Yeah, you some know? super geeky site, you know, where yeah. it's like <laughs> they're tracking the last plasma television, you know? So, you it's know, crazy. like... I just definitely so anyway. Long story short, um, I debated about this. It went back and forth. Fultron, like he helped me, talked me through it. You helped, you talked me through it. Um, you were actually on opposing ends. Fultron was was telling me to go for the sixty five inch. Really? Yeah. You wow. Were, you were like you know like you were more my speed in terms of like you're like I think you know, you were like I think if you sitting if you're sitting there and you have the 65 inch you're always going to sit there and wonder I wonder what the <laughs> the OLED television would look like yeah so like the difference isn't just the size of these two and the price obviously like there's a massive price difference that sort of thing but like the 55 inch the what you described to me like yeah. whenever whenever you presented me with like the quandary yeah the, you said that there's a 55 inch television yeah. It's the best screen on the market. Yeah. The for gaming, right? Yeah. And then you presented the other one, you're like, and there's one that's great and it's sixty five inches. Yeah. And I was like, I was immediately like, I personally would care more about the quality of the screen that I'm looking at for however many hours at a time, you yeah. know, rather than the size of that screen. Like, I mean, but you have a pretty big living room, yep. right? Like, you, you know, your couch is really like we're in your living room right now. I measured it. It's 12 feet from the TV. Yeah. I mean, you're really far from, from the television. So like I, I, you know, I always go at it from like, okay, but that's, that's what's more important to me. And I sit like fairly close to my television. My, my couch is, you know, maybe six feet away, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So half the distance. Yeah. And so like the size doesn't, it doesn't really matter that much to me, but the quality that's right. like, that's, I, I would go for the quality. So, yeah. um, but yeah. So that's what I went for. I went for the, the OLED 55 inch. It's five inches bigger than my other screen in your face. Fultron. I, I won this one. <laughs> I had no idea. We, I had no idea. No, I didn't know. The thing was his argument wasn't, wasn't, wasn't wrong. You know, no. like an extra 10 inches would be huge, man. It, it like, honestly, like I kind of like, I do see here and like, what would an extra 10 inches look like? But, well, I mean, like as soon as I walked in, like I mean, I was I was kind of you know poking you a little bit. With yeah, you're the, like, I was like, oh man, it's pretty small there. Oh, it could be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, but that's the thing. Everything could be bigger always. <laughs> like if I could have one, you know, a, a seventy or eighty inch, like I wouldn't complain about that. So <laughs> anyway, I feel com- I feel good about my decision. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah, dude. Um, like, we're sitting here watching it for four hours. Like we, it's you know, literally the best screen I've ever seen in my life. And, and I like so, some of the interesting parts of it. And I'm not, you know, part of it is like I don't know how much of that is the high di- uh, dynamic range of right. like the Xbox One X, right? Or, or you know, how much of it is the television? But like a lot of times, whenever you're opting into a television, like color specifically is is intriguing to me because the television i got at the time like it was the best color i could get on the market at the time right um but like you you have to opt a lot of times you have to opt for like oh do i want the reds to be really brilliant or do i want the blues to be really like mm-hmm. you know nice and uh and you know deep deep kind of like blues and greens and stuff that or the yellows and the oranges and that sort of whereas like this television though like you we were watching some uh some of like uh La La Land. Yeah, La La Land. And there's a couple of spots in there like yeah. with the stage lighting and stuff where like the crowd is in is is in blue yeah. and then the stage is in red and it's like almost a complete split and it's like neither one of these things is diminished by the other. Yeah. And like that blows my mind a little bit uh, yeah. about it. So Well, like what was it was it um we popped in Destiny. Like we wanted to like we wanted to test the X and all that kind of stuff on yeah. different things. We popped in Destiny. And we were just on a public event, and there's like all these purples and greens and reds and oranges, and like it is like so crisp and clear. Like I've never seen those colors on Destiny before. For sure. Well, I mean, and that's not like even a uh, high dynamic range or 4K. No, like that's neither. literally just like <laughs> 1080 know, normal Destiny. We're outputting 4K, I guess, so it's upscaling. Yeah, checkerboxing, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. I, uh, I I think you made a good choice. Well, thanks. I, I really do. Thanks. I, like you know, we I I honestly like I spent most of Tuesday, I because we bought I bought the TV after work, yeah. came home, I had to transfer everything from my other Xbox over to my hard drive, 
then I took down the the other TV, and then I spent all my time like I ripped everything out of my entertainment center so I could like rewire it all, and then <laughs> so then I put the TV like by the time I got done it was two in the morning and I hadn't watched or, or yeah, I was uh, say, played what anything. What time did I text you? I texted you and asked you like yeah. what you played first. Yeah, and you're like, dude, I haven't even done anything yeah. at all. I mean, and I then even yesterday, I uh, after work I tuned the piano and I came home, like watched a couple of episodes of Seinfeld and fell flat asleep on the couch. So. <laughs> Um, like that's literally all I'd done. And, uh, and so tonight was the first time I'd really like kind of done anything with it. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, the, yeah, I, uh, Aaron Wright's sending us, sending me messages on the uh, Xbox over there. <laughs> on the Xbox? Yeah, I can check out and see what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, uh, I, I mean, technology and that sort of thing is really like, it takes a lot of time, like, and especially like picking it out for me. Yeah. I, oh man, it's I the worst, obsess dude. over it for a while. Cause you're like, I mean, even, yeah, even down to like whenever I purchased my, my, uh, like, um, Vita or whatever, like I, I wanted there to be games for me to play on it or whatever. So I did a bunch of research about these games and made sure like there was more than just kind of one that I was wanting. And, you know, there's one primarily, but it's like, okay, you know, is it worth it to get this thing? But like, I did the same thing with my TV. Like at the time, like I said, I did all the research. I was like, Oh, what has the best color? What has the most this, to, what has the number of inputs that I need? Um, and I don't know, man, I, I, I feel like after every big purchase like that in studio stuff, it's the same way. Whenever I, I buy yeah. like a, a new computer or something like that, I'm like, Oh man, how much processing power do I need? Whatever this is. Well, anytime I spend in like a ton of money like this, you yeah. know, like <laughs> I feel like I should put in the time if I'm dropping like close to two grand on anything, right. you know? <laughs> right. I mean, de- I mean, definitely. Yeah, you should. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll probably be looking at this for the next, what? I mean, my last one. Um, seven years seven years yeah that's six crazy. technically till it started dying that's crazy <laughs> so you know six years at least of staring at this yeah that's a long time that's a long time i'll man. make sure i make the right decision i i always some marriages don't that. last that long <laughs> <laughs> i mean like it, it's really interesting whenever you have like a device that you know is going to last you that long or whatever and like that's the thing about like the ones the, the the devices that I buy that are just like no brainers or whatever like yeah. um like an uh, Xbox One uh, when originally like the the launch Xbox One or whatever like that was a no brainer to me it was, it's a it's a really expensive no brainer because it's like five hundred bucks you yeah. know but it's like it's a no brainer because like oh I'm gonna use this for hundreds and hundreds of hours whether yeah. it's watching Netflix or whatever and like it's it's my hub for television you know right. and, and so getting it was a, a no brainer but like whenever you're buying something that you're like well is this the right one or is it the right, other one right. you know that's like a one one solution <laughs> thing we're like okay it's the xbox yeah you know but like with the uh with all of the options where you're like oh man i could go with an lg or samsung or a, you know whatever vizio yeah. i don't know i don't know tv brands anymore chris those are all tv brands. those are all tv brands that's yes. good um one thing i do want to talk about real fast before yeah. we move on to the news um so we played some Fortnite this week Ah, that's First, right. First, I'll talk about my experience with uh, Fultron. Hit me, man. I got on, uh, played with Fultron. He took, showed me around kind of what I was trying to do with you. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, hey, we're going to drop out here. Um, we're going to go, like, well, let's get some guns here. Oh, man, there's some guys. Let's kill, you know, it's like, I, and it took me a second to figure out, oh, crap. Okay. I, oh, I can hear these people. They're really, okay, I need to get some guns before they do, all that kind of stuff. And then um, right before um, we, like, I think you got on, yeah. we played a match and made it to second place. Nice. We, um, so we dropped down in this area. I think it's like this prison kind of area. And we wiped out a couple dudes who also like um, were in there. Some other people came along. We wiped them out. And then we decided, okay, well, let's just stay here because the, the circle kind of like, okay, so to, to explain it, Fortnite is basically PUBG. Yeah, so it's a where battle you, royale. Yeah, battle royale where 100 people get dropped in. You parachute somewhere on the island, and then the boundaries of the zone that you can stay in starts to constrict. Chris, in mm. canon, the storm rolls in. The storm rolls in, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so we, that time, happens to continually be inside the circle. And so we're like, okay, well, let's just hole up here. Like, let's just get up in a tower, and we, mm-hmm. we can see around um I, I still don't know exactly how to do this stuff, but like Fulton built built this like uh, these walls and like stairway and a door and stuff like that, and like yeah. basically some fortifications up on top of this tower. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we saw a couple of people. I was sniping at a couple of people. Um, I spent too much time doing that. Spent like too much health doing that. Hmm. Um, and eventually somebody wiped them out. Um, and it got down to us, the two of us, and one other guy. Hmm. And he was a maniac. He was like, he had some kind of like super high powered gun. I mean, he'd, you know, he'd lasted the whole game just like us, but he'd probably moved around a lot more because he wasn't there like earlier. He, and he got up on the other side of the prison. Yeah. And started just hitting us with this like this crazy gun. And finally, it like constricted. We both had to get out of our, you know, hiding spots. And I was kind of backed up into a corner. And, uh, and Fulton was kind of like out there. Uh, kind of peeking a corner. Anyway, this dude had, I guess, jumped on on onto our roof, like the roof of like right above where we were, and then jumped down and kills Fultron, and then turns around like I tried to shotgun him a couple times or whatever, and uh, like I think I may have gotten his health down like halfway, but <laughs> I just died. Like, so it was it was it was awesome getting to the second place. Kind of yeah. wish like it was two on one. I like I feel like we could have in a different scenario. <sighs> taking this guy out so i mean that's where you get into like there's a lot of strategy with like the battle royale kind of like last person standing kind of things where you have like oh do you go and forage yeah for new gear do you go like because i mean you guys were up in this thing taking people out down below but like did you ever like go down and get their gear um i mean not, we didn't like because everything was so far away like yeah and it was dangerous like if we'd left right. our spot like, right. so we kind of like you know just kept the gear that we grabbed from the first couple people we killed and then the stuff that we looted from that prison and i mean that like that's the that's the 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 strategy like i mean you have to kind of like wager whether or not it's it's worth it to go get these things and like you know whenever uh whenever it comes down to it that person having better gear it's like he was coming for you right and so obviously he's gonna come with so like your your defenses better be able to outweigh like your you know the uh, the weaknesses but right. so maybe a, a different place like maybe if yeah, you, uh, yeah if we were a different location in a different or location or maybe if it was like if you'd you know, maybe had like one other luckier spawn of a, of a like a shotgun or something whatever right um but like i'm impressed that you guys had the sniper rifles taking people out that far away like that's that's super awesome that's that's kind of a a you got to cater your play style to well, what that's you the get well, i mean i wasn't so i tried to sni- i was sniping people i wasn't killing the people with the sniper rifle it was <laughs> really really hard what was the uh so what what so there are different tiers like similar so like, to like destiny or yeah whatever. like assault, uh, i think i think the easiest thing for, to kill people with were like I, I can't remember if it's called assault rifle but it's basically the assault rifle at least to me like that's easier to kill somebody with long range than the sniper was like yeah. the sniper is takes so long to reload and it's kind of floaty mm-hmm. i don't know like it's just that that one gun. I'm not a huge master with. I was trying trying to figure out if there was bullet drop because it felt like I wasn't hitting people. Hmm. I don't know. I know in PUBG there definitely is bullet drop, um, yeah. and so I w- I don't know about Fortnite though. Uh, so the I got on, yeah, and like Fultron was was gone or whatever, and like we joined into a match or whatever, and then like immediately I, we played two matches, right? I think we played two. I think it was only two. And then the first one, what happened in the first one? Like we basically first almost one, immediately died. Yeah. So first, first one we went to this house, we got in this house and like, um, <laughs> I was looting downstairs. You were looting upstairs. And I kept, I think I asked you a couple times, like, are you, are you upstairs? And you're like, yeah, I kept hearing, you know, someone running around <laughs> and totally wasn't you. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it was someone else who was up there too. And it wiped, it was it me? I don't know who. So wiped you out. I hadn't yeah, figured out, out the mechanics of the game yet. Wiped me out first, and then like wiped you and out. And so I knew they were coming upstairs, and so then they came upstairs finally and like hit me. But oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that was crazy. And then the next time, like we were doing decently. Like, yeah. We had, we had yeah, gotten we were doing like okay. gotten some good good guns that sort of thing, working our way around. And then like the like your cats went crazy. Yeah. So earlier in the night, um, I had uh, I had been I. All my ice was stuck together, and so I was like chopping my ice up, and then I dropped my whole ice tray, oh, man. like my for my ice maker, all over the floor. Oh, Scared the living daylights out of both my cats. It's freaked our cat Boomer out so much that she was just like freaking out on Gizmo, and so then anytime she saw Gizmo, she was like growling at him. So I was squirting her in the face, but it was just like nonstop, like it would <laughs> not stop. And I'm trying to trying to play this game. Yeah, I don't know what she's looking at right now. Anyway. They haven't gotten accustomed to the new TV. Yeah, I know. She keeps looking at it like it's a stranger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she's looking at something up there. 
she's trying to figure it out, man. Yeah. So um, anyway, they were going crazy, and, and it was like, I was, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't play this game and deal with these cats at the same time. Yeah. I'm gonna have to deal with her now. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, so we got wiped out those two times. I went th- back and I played more. Like I played for the next like you know solid hour. Like because I was like, okay, Chris, you know me. Like whenever I have a a shooter or like a game. Like, I am fine beating my head up against a wall. Oh, like, yeah, I am too. For a long time. Yeah, because you want to master it. Right. Like, that's yeah. part of, like, we did, you, you you found somewhere, like, they had the uh, the gamer profile or whatever like that, where it's like, oh, what kind of, like, what what oh, yeah. keeps you gaming or what keeps you, like, doing this stuff? And, like, mastery was one of them. And it's like, okay, yeah, okay, that that sounds like me. That makes sense. Um Cause like I, I'm okay being bad at it now if I'm making gradual progress. And so like I did make gradual progress and I did pretty well. Like I ended up uh, getting into like 15, like that was the highest level that I think I got um, over the, the matches that I played. And it was, it was, it was like, there were times whenever it was super fun, but then there were times wherever I'm like, I don't know if this game's mechanics are really my thing yeah um the parts that i enjoyed were the crafting and like building like and and building up defenses and like they have like this thing where if you find traps around you can like set traps and so like the most glorious moment was this okay i had been foraging i was inside the circle like you were saying as it kept continually shrinking i eventually got onto the edge of the of the the circle right so the circle is like i am like the first house that is in the safe zone and i'm like okay from my previous experience of this, like there's going to be lots of people coming through this house right? because I'm on the edge because they're like, Oh man, I got to get into this house. See if there's anything in there on my way, you know, through. Um, and so I just kind of camped out in this house where I had a trap threw it in the kitchen, which was like around the corner. And I, I was underneath the stairs, um, with some pretty sweet weapons. I had a shotgun. I had a grenade launcher. And, uh, and so I was literally just like kind of, under the stairs, aiming at the front door with my shotgun. And inevitably, someone kind of comes in, take them out, take their stuff. Nothing nothing really good. Um, and then the, I hear, like, somebody else coming, right? And they come in, like, the back door, get zapped by my trap, but that doesn't kill them. They must have had, like, a shield potion or something like that. Like, a, And so that the trap doesn't kill them. But then, like... I can't shotgun them and they're just in the other room. Like they're in the other room. Like I know that they're waiting for me to come around. I'm waiting for them to come around. Like it's, it's a, 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 a good old, like you move first or I will. And then a third person rolls in and opens the front door. And so I'm like, well, I, I'm out of here. I pull out my grenade launcher. Do they know you're there? Yeah, yeah. One of them did. The okay. other person didn't. Um, but I grab my grenade launcher out and I just unload. Oh right. My gosh. I blow up the entire house with me in it <laughs> and kill everyone. And Including uh, you? I like, I only had like 10 health. Like, so you have a hundred. So I had, like yeah. 10% health left and I'm like sprinting across this field. But by that time, the, uh, the, the boundaries were shrinking again and yeah. I died out of bounds. Oh, so it's no. like, it was one of these things where it's like him and I are standing on the opposite sides of this wall. You know, you just think about the action movie where the camera kind of pans through the wall and like yeah. there's people back to back against this wall waiting for the other person to move. And, uh, and the timer's ticking down before, you know, the, uh, the death rain comes and takes us all out. Yeah. And then the third party comes in and I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> and uh, I just did not get out fast enough. So anyway, well, that, that sounds that, pretty epic. That was the most glorious moment. But like, there's a lot of like the, the shooting mechanics that I can't really wrap my head around as far as like the, the hitboxing yeah. and that sort of thing. There's a little bit of squishiness to some of the hit boundaries that I'm not sure that I'm really yeah. on board with. I mean, it's still technically an alpha. Yeah. Like, this is not a, a final build of the game. Um, I enjoy it though. Like yeah. it's, it's fun. And, it, and honestly, it's more, it's less of a, you know, like I haven't played PUBG yet, but like it, this is more cartoony. This is a little more like it's third person. Yeah. Like permanently, like you can't switch back and forth or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so like it's, and it, I think it's, the map is a little bit smaller. Um, 
So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I would play it right now. I definitely will play it again. Like, and I want to do it with other people as well because, yeah. like, I was just kind of feeling my way out. It took me a long time before I got yeah. to the point where I knew what was going on, like the crafting system and stuff like that. So I definitely want to play it with somebody who kind of you know has done this before and knows what's going on. Yeah. So I can kind of get better at it. Yeah. But uh, Next but time, as, hopefully as my, far as uh, my cats aren't fighting. Yeah, that's. I mean. Uh, they're not fighting right now, Chris. No, I, they're perfectly fine with each other. Um, <laughs> Most of the time, they're fine with each other. So just whenever you dump ice all over it's the just when, Yeah, whenever something out of the ordinary happens like that, it's like <laughs> drastically changes their world. <laughs> ice exists! Ah! <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, dude, I, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite Battle Royale is fun. Chris. Yeah. All that's awesome. Yep. But it's time for the news! All right, John. So, some huge news today. Huge news. Huge. Gigantic news. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. So, honestly, like I didn't really see this coming. Um, I really? Like, yeah, well, okay. So we'll talk about it for a second. So, okay. the the news. Ryan <laughs> Johnson, writer director of Star Wars: The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. is going to create his all new. Star Wars trilogy. This is mm. from Lucasfilm. But Chris, mm. it must be episodes uh, 10, 11, and 12 that you're talking about. It is not. What? Let me read their statement. For director Ryan Johnson, Star Wars The Last Jedi was just the beginning of his journey in a galaxy far, far away. Lucasfilm is excited to announce that Johnson will create a brand new Star Wars trilogy, the first of which he is also set to write and direct with longtime collaborator Ram Bergman on board to produce. As writer-director of The Last Jedi, Johnson conceived and realized a powerful film of which Lucasfilm and Disney are immensely proud. In shepherding this new trilogy, which is separate from the episodic Skywalker saga, Johnson will introduce new characters from a corner of the galaxy that Star Wars lore has never before explored. Quote, we all loved working with Ryan on The Last Jedi, said Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm. He's a creative force, and watching him craft The Last Jedi from start to finish was one of the great joys of my career. Ryan will do amazing things with the blank canvas of this new trilogy, end quote. Plus, it was better than the Han Solo stuff that we had going on. Right. Uh, (laughs) We had the time of our lives collaborating with Lucasfilm and Disney on The Last Jedi, Johnson and Bergman said in a joint statement. Star Wars is the greatest modern mythology, and we feel very lucky to have contributed to it. We can't wait to continue with this new series of films. Johnson's upcoming Star Wars The Last Jedi arrives, arrives in all uh, U.S. theaters on December 15th, 2017. No release dates have been set for the new films, and no porgs were available for comment. So, the, I mean, obviously, like, Lucasfilm and, and Disney have been singing Ryan Johnson's praises for a long time, like, talking about Episode Eight. Everyone's pumped. Like, I've, I've heard no negative things about episode eight yeah and i guess like that's where i come down like there's a few things that i i i want to bring up with this specifically first one like the movie last jedi must be really good yeah for them because we're pretty close like they've seen some screenings i'm I'm absolutely positive like they've seen the entire movie like this thing is is basically gonna come out you know i mean as it is now think about like even even uh right after um the force awakens like jj was like man i saw the script to episode eight and i wish i was directing this thing you know so like You know, even back then, people were amped about it. So then the other thing uh, that I have, like, once again, this is another, I think this is only the second time I've heard Lucasfilm or, or whoever, like, refer to it as the Skywalker saga. I mean, that's, but that's, yeah, that's pretty well known, though, at this um, point. And so, like, that's, but I mean, this is just another one of those things, like, throws on the evidence of, like, okay, so what happens after, you know, maybe the Skywalkers that we know of are removed or whatever like where do we go from here so i'm that's just something that's interesting nothing really to discuss but super interesting unless unless there's another skywalker unless there's another skywalker um and so or unless you like would consider like i know we have we have uh leia she was technically a skywalker and so maybe you know it's just like there's skywalker blood out there in the universe kylo ren (laughs) yes but Anyway, so I guess like that's that, that's the other interesting thing. Another thing is that 
they talk about him writing and directing the first one of these. So right. I guess would he go to right. executive producer probably after that and they'd bring in other directors or were we just not willing to like go all the way and be like, you're writing and directing all three of these. Right. I mean, that's a big commitment. You know, like I would, I would assume that whatever he maps out, like he may not write every single word of the second and third, but like, mm. you know, he'll probably at least write the story. Yeah. Um, and, like this, I mean, I think this could have happened in a couple of ways. Like, so what I was surprised by is the new trilogy part. Like, it's it's. I mean, a one off. Like, so that totally makes sense. Hey, Ryan Johnson's going to do a one off. You know, one of the Star Wars. No, it's not even that, and it's not even like it's just a whole new trilogy that no one knew anything about. Yeah. That we're and we're giving him a whole three movies, and yeah. it's it's basically every every director's dream. Like, you got the Star Wars universe, you have a whole trilogy of movies. And you get to do whatever you want with new characters and new locations. Yeah, I mean, like, this is one of those things, like, the idea, the concept of of the trilogy thing, like, a new trilogy, like, I kind of, it's not, it didn't, didn't surprise me at all. Because, like, even whenever you had posited, like, and I hadn't thought about this whenever you said it, like, whenever you mentioned that maybe that uh, uh, Dave Filoni would take a anthology film. Yeah. In my mind, I was like, well, he tells long-form stuff a lot of times. And so, like, potentially, would it be like a series of movies? I, mean, I think um, any movie can tr- could possibly turn into something. It's right. just it's it's rare that they announce a trilogy in advance like this. I guess so. I guess so. Because like, you think about like, when has this happened before? It hasn't. I mean, not with Star Wars for sure. Not with Star Wars. I mean, it's happened with things like The Hobbit and like properties that already exist. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like where it's like, hey, th- we're going to tell this story. It's going to be four movies. Right. Right. You know. Interesting. Uh, I mean, this is, I mean, it's a really interesting movie. It's very intriguing. It's a huge vote of confidence in Ryan Johnson. I also think, like, what are we going to, like, they had a lot of trouble with the Han Solo anthology film um, and that sort of thing. And so maybe this is like, okay, this is a director we trust. We need those interstitial kind of movies there. Um, And so what are we going to do after the anthology stuff? Let's just put in somebody that we know and trust. Yeah. Somebody, you know, to, to, to do. Multiple movies, yeah. so it kind of solves the problem. I think it could have gone two different ways. I think it's it's either like that they that this was kind of after they saw the Last Jedi, this was kind of the plan. Like, hey, what could we get him to do? You know, like yeah, maybe they maybe they they are not planning on doing um, ten, eleven, twelve until like much later or something like that. You know, like they were like, hey, we want to take a break. We don't we don't want to just keep rolling every two years with this story. Mm, interesting. Um, what do we do in the meantime? I could also see it, you know, like whenever they needed a new director for episode nine, going to Ryan Johnson and being like, hey, you want to, do you want to do nine as well? And he's like, hmm, no, kind of want to do my own thing. They're like, okay, cool. What if you do your own thing for us? No, what if you do your own thing, but Star Wars? <laughs> but Star Wars, yeah. Just do your own thing. Just call it Star Wars, you know? And yeah, and, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, how attractive is that? I mean, it's very attractive, especially like, okay. So we've You're signed had, to a three-picture deal, right? And, and and they've had trouble with the Han Solo film in my yes. mind, primarily because it's Han Solo. Um, uh, I mean, I, maybe maybe I mean, not just that it's Star Wars, because like lots of things can happen in Star Wars. Yeah. You know, with the with the Rebels, with Clone Wars, like the Star Wars universe as a whole is much, 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 much larger than the core True. line of movies. Yeah, and I don't think the pro- like the problem has been like this the the reason that they're they're giving this kind of thing to him is because he has been great to work with. That like that's all the only stories that come out. And so far, you know, in terms of successful like directors that have been good to work with for, you know, to what we know is JJ Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and um why can I never remember his name? I always just remember him as Opie. <laughs> Ron Griffin. Howard. Ron Howard. Good grief. And Ron Howard, like, but we haven't seen Ron Howard's, like, work, and he was coming in to fix other work, you yeah. know? So it's like, yeah. is that really, you know, I mean... Well, who, he, did, who did uh, Rogue One as well? Um, oh, man, I can't Gareth remember. Gareth Edwards. Yeah. But they brought in another guy to, and I've, his name escapes me, Gareth still got the uh, the credit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much the same situation as Justice League. Where Snyder's getting the director credit and um, Whedon's getting a screenwriter credit. Hmm. Same thing happened with Rogue One. Gotcha. Um, Gareth Edwards did the whole like 
first cut of the movie. Mm-hmm. They brought in someone else for the reshoots, and that's who finished the movie. Interesting. And he got screenwriting credits. And, interesting. You know, and it's it's interesting the way those kind of deals work, and it is so like intrigues me because like Gareth Edwards still went out and, went out and did press, just like Zack Snyder's going out and doing press. You know, like his and well, all that I mean, kind of stuff. and and so in in like. Zack Snyder's situation, like, that was more of a personal kind of a thing, whereas, like, if it was, like, a problem with the studio, between the studio and Gareth Edwards, it would be a much, like, if there's bad blood there, like, it would be hard to right. go out and do press for Well, it. that's like, the thing, it didn't, yeah, it didn't seem like there was bad blood between Gareth Edwards and Lucasfilm right. by any means, it was just they weren't happy with the movie, and so... Yeah. It's just interesting, you know, like the the two and maybe the he was available to go do the reshoots that they wanted to do. The two directors that have seen a movie through from start to finish are JJ and Ryan. Yeah, and if those are your two like top guns, yeah, man, let's let's keep them on board. Let's keep them happy. Hey, JJ, finish out your trilogy. Hey, Ryan, here's a brand new trilogy. Yeah, I mean, the idea of taking a ma- major break between the next like mainline Skywalker quote unquote saga. I think that's what that means. I mean, I feel like it might too. You might be right. Like, I, I hadn't thought about that before, but like, it's it's very strange to be like, oh, we're going to announce multiple movies now. You know, whenever basically the last Jedi comes out and then Han Solo and then the next one, like we're three movies out from being at the end of what we know of star Wars. And so now they're like, okay, well here's three more, you know, which is kind of what they did, uh, whenever they originally like purchased, uh, Lucasfilm Disney, where they're like, okay, we're going to do a new trilogy. Mm -hmm. And then later on they were like, and we're going to do anthology films in between each of these. Yep. Right. And so like, we've always known about like three movies ahead in the works. And so now they're like, or six movies ahead rather in the works. And so now we're like working six movies ahead at this point. So like, it just depends on like where they go with this. It's interesting. Yeah. The interesting thing is that like in terms of like the timing of this announcement is that this was announced before they even announced the next anthology movie. Like, what is that going to be, and who's directing that? Like, we have Han Solo coming out next year, presumably next spring, and then I guess a whole year and a half later, um, we have the episode nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and I still... Nothing next next, uh, next December. I'm still very hopeful that we have maybe a Dave Filoni chance, because, I mean, there's an interview that he did where he was like, yeah, he kind of referenced, like, whether I do oh, something yeah. on the big he's, screen or the small screen or whatever. Stuff. Um, so I, I'm kind of hoping that that, like, that announcement is is going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, sometime. I hope he's doing like an Obi Wan Kenobi movie. I would lose with my mind. Ian McGregor, but I feel like they don't want to maybe announce that like something like that um, too soon. Like that's uh, uh, you know. Yeah, true. I mean, Han Solo is not even out yet, but it was still we knew about Han Solo back way back when. I don't know. So the timing's just interesting. That one I think, was a no-brainer. I, th- I think some though. of this, like I think some of it is number one, they needed some good press. Like they've had some. Just, Crappy press with Han Solo, and then they had it, you know, switch out directors on episode nine. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so you know, if you're if you're looking at, well, which is a bigger announcement, Ryan Johnson getting a trilogy, or Dave Filoni doing a Obi Wan Kenobi movie or something like that, or whatever it is, some standalone, unless it's literally like. Hey, Quentin Tarantino, he's going to come do a bounty hunter movie. Yeah, you but know? also you have like this element of like, oh, the the narrative being Disney keeps creative people from doing what they want, right? And then now the announcement is Ryan Johnson literally can do yeah. whatever he wants with a trilogy. <laughs> Basically, Ryan Johnson does whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like Ryan Johnson, uh, amazing creative, does whatever he wants in the yeah. Star Wars universe. So, I mean, like you have the complete like, they're like, no, we're not. No, yeah. we're not controlling. <laughs> Which I don't necessarily think they are. I think like what you, the problem like you run yeah. into is what, something you referenced earlier, where it's like you are dealing with known characters that have to be a certain way, and you can't just do whatever you want because Han Solo, yeah. like he has to be the character he is and the story he like. There's so many stories that can be told. Like the expanded universe is always kind of delved into, you know. One of my favorite books in the expanded universe is that Death Troopers book we've talked about before, where it's yeah. like this is literally zombies in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. and Han Solo is in the middle of it. Yeah, like I love it. Yeah, but Han Solo is still Han. Yeah, and well, it's that's much easier to write that in a book and capture it than to portray it on the big screen. Right, and so like, but just multiply that by every single character that we know. Yeah, like. We, we think we're protective of it. Yeah. You know, Lucasfilm is even more protective of it. Yeah, and you think about, like, there are, there are while George Lucas is not, like, at that company right now, like, but you have lore masters who worked with 
George on like who literally know like every single thing that is canon yeah. in the uh, the universe and knows what was expanded universe and, and is trying to figure out how to bring some of those cool elements in and that sort of thing. Like you have these people who that's their entire job. Yeah. Like they do that all the time. And so you, you kind of... I mean, who wants to have to run everything through people yeah, <laughs> like that? You gotta do it. You gotta work with people whenever you're doing a Star Wars thing. So like it but you know, maybe the Ryan Johnson thing is like, oh, because it's new characters this thing, yeah. maybe it becomes a little bit more freeing. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So well, I'm I, interested, man. I'm so excited. I, I am yeah, I'm excited to see what it's gonna be. I'm excited to see um The Last Jedi even more like honestly, this this pumps me up more for The Last Jedi. Agreed. Which maybe that's part of you know why they did it now too <laughs> yeah like, if they're literally going to tell tell this guy you can do anything you want and you have a whole new trilogy like what the heck did he do with this movie that's so yeah so good yeah are we gonna walk out of this movie it's gonna be a 10 out of 10 i don't know i mean uh, dude that that would be amazing it's wild <laughs> and that's the news all right so um the Xbox One X. The Xbox One X. Has been released. So we, we've been playing this, we said, for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you see how I'm hunched over right now? Mine, yeah, I know. Like my microphone stand keeps Why are they keeps doing this? I don't is, know. What's is happening? It, is it the humidity? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. So weird. Um, but yeah, like I uh, I just adjusted mine. So. Yeah. Yeah. So um, want to talk for a minute. Like, So we played two... Uh, Two games, basically. Two 4K games, um, 4K HDR games. We should have pulled if one I been, 1080p. If I hadn't been so enthralled by Quantum Break, we should have uh, pulled out Gears of War and done a third one too. But yeah, it's fine. We'll we'll have an update. Yeah, next yeah there you go. I mean, I don't think it's going to change much. So uh, we played Rise of the Tomb Raider and Quantum Break. That's right. We also, for reference, played some Destiny 2. Right. Um, just so we could be like, okay, what does a non-4K, non-HDR game look like on this console? And honestly, I think everything performs better. Let's, let's, just, let's just start there. From a performance perspective, absolutely. The menus load faster, for sure, yep. definitively, especially in Destiny. Like uh, They ping the server a little bit quicker somehow, uh, it feels like. Um, and the like whenever you are navigating the uh, main menus in the Xbox, like that loads faster. Like You go home, and the home goes faster. I yep. mean, it's, it's the only thing that we'd hang up with, which I think it was a Quantum Break thing, was that whenever you were trying to record a, a clip, it oh, yeah, that, I think automatically pausing. I think that's the game. I don't think that's the... Somehow like, that's written in the game. Yeah, like, well, we can talk about that. Like, uh, Quantum Break, I think the, everything has looked great. And we can talk... Well, let's talk about Quantum Break for a second. So the first game we played was Quantum Break. Um, and... Uh, the HDR looks great. The lighting looks great. The colors look great. The the resolution mm -hmm. um, compared to the original. I haven't played the yeah. original, but you played the original. Oh man, the original. So I played the original last year around this. You know, maybe it was eh, maybe a year and a half ago at this point. Yeah. Um, and comparatively to the original, like uh, this, it runs a lot better. Like yeah. as far as like the in minute, minute to minute gameplay. Um, we did have some hiccups as far as like some of the the cutscenes and that sort of thing. Maybe yeah. not cutscenes. Is that the right the right term? Because it's like in-engine cutscenes. Uh, yeah, it's not really. Cut, uh, is it a cutscene? I don't know. Like, it, yeah, it's in an engine cutscene. Yeah, we we saw some like the thing that we saw that you don't remember. Um, uh, we saw some jitter or, or it was basically the engine's hanging up. It kind of looks like whenever a Telltale Telltale game hangs up. Right. Like it's just kind of like you know. Um, it like skips a few frames snagging, you know, yeah. like it's just weird. And like, there was a few times that it was that. And then, then like, we were like, okay, well, was that because it was installed on an external hard drive? Yeah. So like I was running it off of my external hard drive that's plugged in. I was like, well, let's put it on the internal and see if it happens. And for a while it didn't. Yeah. But then like it started getting into some heavy cutscenes again. Yeah. And it did. It did. Yeah. So I think that that was just like, I don't remember if that happened during like my experience with the original game, but like that's, that's something that it's, it's in only that game. It was only like, it was exclusive to quantum break. So yeah, we did quantum break game problem well i don't think any of these that we any of the things we're going to talk about we saw in each other no like uh so there so there was that um but everything else 
Dude, that game is gorgeous. The game is gorgeous. The resolution, like you were talking about the resolution. Yeah. There are signs, like you're walking around a college campus during the first bit of that game. Yeah. And like there are posters. Yeah. And there are like signs and there are like little plaques underneath pictures and things like that. Yeah. And dude, like you can read to the smallest font that's on those, like yeah. on the actual sign. Like whereas on my experience with the game originally was like I had to walk up and you like press X to examine it. Yeah. And it would pop up in a bigger like, oh, here's bigger text over on the side. Right. And so like... I mean, it went from not being able to, like, you could basically see, oh, this is text, you know, but it could be the ipsum lorem, whatever that whole thing is, you know, just gibberish up there, um, to being like, I can read this on the actual sign. Right. Which is nuts, man. I mean, yeah, it's nuts. I mean, there's so, several things that, environments that we walked into where we were both like, this looks real. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. This the- looks like a real place right my now. favorite one is the is that like classroom where like oh there's like a black uh like a blackboard up at the front of yeah. the room yeah and then this like wooden flooring and a bunch of wooden desks like mm-hmm. up in like stadium seating yeah and that room like as you're just kind of standing there and it's like oh my goodness this looks like it is a lecture hall yeah i mean and a lot of it uh, is the is the resolution but it's also a lot of it's the hdr lighting like it just looks real, man. And speaking of that, like the HDR, like the 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 blacks being as black as they can get, and then yeah. like the brights being as bright as they can possibly get. Like there's numerous times where like we were watching it, and it's like there's gun flashes, like oh muzzle flashes gosh. going off, and it's like just you know lighting up and sparkling and that sort of thing. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like it looks phenomenal. Um, the uh, the thing that I haven't like, it's just like, it just looks so beautiful that I'm like, I, I just I'm just lost in it. Yeah, it's like, what do you look at a and, lot of times? And, and my, my my yeah, it's like I don't know what to look at. My brain's not even processing it as like whenever I whenever I used to sit close to my 1080p um, television, watch mm-hmm. and you know like play things on that. Um, I could see the pixels like always, you know, yeah. like it wasn't like, you know, my brain just couldn't see them. Mm. Whereas now I cannot see them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were sitting pretty close to it yeah. and like, and I never, I never once perceived something like yeah. as a pixel. Like I don't, I don't see it as like, you're not like getting the, uh, what is it? The screen door effect or anything like that. Like there, right. there isn't any of that going yeah, on. There's no like crawling kind of textures or anything like that, you know, like. And definitely not in like the 4K no. content that we played and to, you know yeah the even in like even in the the lightning fast kind of action of yeah. quantum break where you're like oh freeze this person jet over here shoot this thing like i never perceived it to be anything but like the smoothest thing yeah. like there weren't wasn't any like strange like textures or anything strange like that going on while we were in the middle of that action like it's it's really interesting like whereas yeah. that's where like originally whenever i played that game like it kind of you know, in those frantic, fast moments, sometimes you encountered a little bit of like, uh, there's, you know, that visual is a little strange or whatever. Right. Whereas in this, in this case, it's like, oh my goodness, this looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so that was quantum break. Did we talk about the lighting? Lighting got kind of weird sometimes. No, we didn't, didn't mention that. There was a, but you were like the things that you remember from the, from the uh, original game is yeah. the lighting was kind of weird. Sometimes there was some pop in. Yep. Um, and so like the draw distance was a little weird. Yeah. And that was still present. Like, that was still and present. And those sound like in- game engine things. Right. So, and honestly the, the like jitters, like, and hangups sound like a game engine thing. It mm-hmm. sounds like it just like, wasn't necessarily optimized for like maybe 4k or something like right, that. Right. Right. Um, we also played uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. My goodness, Chris. Neither okay. of us had played this game before. No. And it is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen in my life. I love... Uh, there's there's one feature in that game specifically that I absolutely love, mm-hmm. and it it... I hope that they utilize it in more games and it's, you can swap between like what you're wanting to be featured as far as like, where do you want the, the Xbox one X's oh, power yeah. to go? Yes. And that's like, there's three different options. There's, there's what was the, the is, there's like the, there's, yeah, there's three different settings. One was, um, native 4k, right? One was, uh, enhanced visuals, right? And the other one was locked frame rate at 60, 60. Yes. Which I think is 1080p 60. Right. Um, which is I love the choice. Like some people, I know, like they're going to go straight for the you know they want sixty frames a second. Like right. there are some people who like sixty frames a second is like, I mean that's if I can get just get sixty frames a second always. Yep. You know, um, 
Then there's other people who are like, I want this to be as gorgeous as possible. Yeah, you know? and, and 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 honestly, like I'm, I'm more on that side of things where it's like, you know, whenever developers make the the choice to not be 60 frames a second or something like that, I like my my biggest, um, I think, uh, example is Bioshock Infinite on the 360. Um, that was one of the the last games to come out like toward the end of the 360's life. Right really squeezed as much as they could out of the console for that game. Yeah. But it was at like 24 frames a second or something like that. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe 30, but I, like it felt yeah. like it was lower. Totally fine. Like, that was the right decision for that game. Mm-hmm. So honestly, for the most part, I'm kind of like, I'm just going to leave it up to the developer. But I love the fact that they gave you the choice where it's like, yeah. hey, we know there's a lot of people out there who would just, they don't care what it looks like as long as it runs at 60 frames. Cool. Um, I love that, dude. Yeah. And none of them were bad experiences. Well, and then the native 4K one, like if you, oh if you, gosh. like, I think if you really wanted to just see what that was like, like yeah. to see what 4K assets look like, which we, you know, bouncing back and forth between that and the enhanced like visuals or whatever, it, it wasn't as much like that much of a drop to go to the enhanced visuals for me to justify like the what you would give up, um, and what you gave up was a little bit of like some of the lighting and things like that. Like there was you know some of that that you went from the enhanced visuals to the native 4K. You mean? Yeah. yeah, and so like the 4K thing, like you can see those textures and you can see like it, we were looking at some snow, every little bitty piece of snow, and every sparkle and every like it was refracting stuff, and it's like oh my goodness, this is nuts. But then you would go to the enhanced visuals, and I'm like I don't I don't can't see like every grain but i can see every three grains you know it still looks yeah. really really good but then like the the lighting is so much better exactly. and the particle physics are so much better and the color is a little better and it's like okay well i'm just gonna stick with this right <laughs> you know? right um and that's what it defaulted to but like we wanted to to, to go through and kind of like it's interesting I, I love how like you know versatile the Xbox One is to be able to do those three different things within one game. Yeah, and it's like I hope that more developers utilize that. Like I would have liked to maybe see what the difference in performance differences were in Quantum Break if we had had those options. Um, Maybe not necessarily the 60 frames a second if that's not what they really want, but like maybe, maybe, you know, I wouldn't, you know, let's find out. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's a, uh, it's just an interesting choice to to make from a developing standpoint. The one thing that we did see, I think that was a drawback on the uh, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider was when we switched it to 60 frames a second, we saw some ghosting. That's right. um, That's right. uh, During the movement. Yeah. Um, Whenever you're spinning the camera around her. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely not the television because it didn't happen on anything else Mm -mm. with the same kind of movements, but it was just whenever uh, we went up to 60. that's what happened. Yeah. Although, you know, no, I'm about to, never mind. Well, we should stick in something else at 60. I didn't test anything else at 60. On the TV? Yeah. Interesting. We should do we that. We should do some Rocket League. We should, yeah, is that 60? Yeah, it's at 60. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, we should try some Rocket League because I think, like, that will eventually also have a 4K thing. But, like, I, you know, I yeah. know Rocket League, like, it's visuals inside and out. So if there's any weirdness, like, it'll, you know, I, I would be able to, to tell. Right, we'll we'll so. pull that up. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, but yeah, dude, I, uh, I as far as like our testing goes tonight, it's really interesting. Uh, I really, really love this box. Yeah. Like, and it's it's so that from a from a physical standpoint, it's it's a smaller box than yeah. the Xbox One. Obviously, it's in fact smaller than the Xbox One S, which is super impressive. And like, it's you have it inside of your entertainment center in like a fairly small area, yeah. right? Yeah. And I put my hand in there. It's like it's not warm at all. No, like which the li- is the liquid cooling helps out a lot. Incredibly impressive to me. Yeah, um, that you're cranking out like these crazy visuals, and it's not hot. Yeah. And so like because where I, like my Xbox One puts off so much heat. Right. Like I even worried about it whenever I initially got it. Yeah. Um, inside like this big con- compartment in my inter- entertainment center, and so like that was crazy to me. Um, yeah. I mean, so far I really like like what's going on with this box man it's it's very cool um and i think if you have 4k like if you have a 4k television like it's a definite upgrade like it's i was i was interested to see if it would be enough of an upgrade visually to do it um and so like i really do think it is like it's a uh it's it's something like hey if you can if you can get a decent price of trade in something for it it's a really good it's a really really cool thing um if you have 4k tv so whenever i inevitably buy a 4k television next year sometime i will definitely be buying an xbox one x oh yeah so for sure do we rate like how do we 
Do we can we rate it yet? I, I mean, know. like, I don't know if I. I, I just need to spend some time with it. I, but like, I'm definitely. I'm. I'm gonna just go out on a limb and be like, it's. It's definitely worth. I think it's worth the purchase. Right. Like, if you have a 4K TV, maybe. Maybe not. If you. I don't know. Like, if you have an S. Like I, you know, like I think it's still worth it, but it depends. Like I mean, I think like you have the uh, from a core standpoint of like the quicker menus, the the faster you know yeah. UI. Like if that's super important to you, it may be worth it to upgrade. But like, I mean, I I also think like there's an additional boost in processing power between the S and then my launch one, and so yeah. like I don't know, man. It's it's a it's I mean, a hard not, call. You're not gonna see these these enhanced graphics on an S, right? You know, right? Well, I mean, even even running destiny like you know going to destiny i'm glad we pulled up something that wasn't 4k or hdr or whatever right. just to see because like it looked gorgeous as well like it looked yeah. super and impressive on super this thing. smooth like the loading was faster the menus pop up faster it like felt like it played faster but that i don't know what that was about i don't th- i mean i don't think it was it like there wasn't definitely not like a faster frame rate or anything like that yeah. right? it might have been because of the television less input lag um True. than than prior Possibly. but it's it's it is a thing where like wh- going from that to like back back at my house like i there is a difference like you're this it was definitely enhanced in some way yeah and whether that's because it's like up resing to 4k and yeah. so like but at its core, like it did look better. So like, but it's hard to tell between that and then going to like the uh, like an Xbox One S. Like, I'm right. not sure like where it would be one to one in that True. case. So yeah. But overall, like, man, it's a uh, it's de- definitely it's an a awesome powerful thing. machine. Yeah. And if you uh, if you're kind of the, uh, the the person where you're like, I want it to look the best, you yeah. know, and it, but you want it on a console, like yeah. this is this is the way to go, dude. Definitely the way to go. All right. So next week we're going to be reviewing Justice League. We'll see what that's like, and let you know. Um, it's, I'm I'm all, like I was super I was super pumped, and I was anticipating Thor a lot. Mm-hmm. One of my most anticipated movies of the year. Yeah, I think um, this is as well, but for different reasons. Just to see what in the world this thing is. I'm comparing it to. Like whenever we saw Suicide Squad, yeah, and we heard like about all of this mess of like, oh, and we went to the people who did the trailer edit and had them edit the movie, and then we took this other edit and had them edit the movie, and then we combined both of those edits into a third edit, and like I'm going into it kind of (laughs) in that same like headspace where it's like, okay, I feel like this the, the potential for it to be an absolute mess is there. Oh yeah. And I want to find out if it is. And if, well, if so, how? This is the thing. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not going to be as much of a mess as Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> I don't think it can be. be because, number one, because Batman vs. Superman is a mess. But more so that I don't think that... like. Whenever Joss Whedon comes in and says, "Hey, this thing is virtually unwatchable," and then has <laughs> you know two months worth of reshoots to fix it, to me that sounds like hopefully at least he fixed it. You know, <laughs> he got it closer. You know, you would hope so. Well, like I just love the idea of Joss Whedon walking in and going, you know, like we haven't shot anything that connects these scenes. Like we have, the, right. we have like four big moments. But we have no story that connects them. Right. And like, I just love the idea of like him coming into a meeting and saying this to people and, uh, and then being like, oh, well, what do you need? <laughs> he's like, he's like, first of all, I need Superman to shave. And they're like, not going to nope, happen. Not going to happen. He's going to have this weird mustache. A mustached Superman. Anyway, I'm like, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm going to wear my, my Batman helmet. Uh, your helmet? Have you not seen my helmet? Your Batman helmet. You haven't seen my Batman helmet. So, uh, also, you might need to check, like, if it covers your face at all. Well, you can still see my eyes and my mouth. Um, they might ask you to take it off at the theater. Fine, I'll take it off. I mean, but but I'm going to wear it up until then. Yeah, I think you should. But, like, I'm just saying, like, there's, there was something, like, where... Uh, well, yeah, they don't want you to, like, like you Oh, know. don't come in a mask, you know? Yeah. So. We'll see what happens. We'll see what they say about a cowl. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll talk about that next week. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayInTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice and review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Yep. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time. 
on Stay, Stay on Target. target.